much as we can. Um, when doors are open in the heavens, this one is, is, is God's will, God's part. Mm. This is what God is doing to us, for us in this season. Um, these things are spiritual blessings mm. that heaven is actually opening up. Um, most of these blessings I just perceive, uh, I call it blessing, uh, are things that we've encountered in the world somehow, but we've not really entered the blessing of it. Um, you know, most of the times, what, what heaven is really, really preaching to us is not many. Mm. Mm? What they are preaching is not many, right? You know, sometimes you just notice they come, oh, we've opened up, we are blessing you. You know, the blessing is very straightforward. The blessing is Christ, the blessing is God. Whatever wants to bless us with is not many, is one thing, is God. Yeah. But inside him there are many things. Yeah. Mm, there, are so, there, there, there are so much, much, much things inside him that it will even take eternity to exhaust them. Amen. Amen. And some of those things or blessings they've given to us, we've not even fully, fully entered them. So over time, heaven will come, then they'll bring a season upon us again, they just bless us again. And we'll notice that what we are hearing, they've been saying it, and they're repeating it again. Well, because in reality, the scripture is straightforward. What heaven, you know, according to scripture, what they want to give us is pretty straightforward. It's Christ. We'll come into blessing in Christ. We'll come into blessing in God. Uh, because we come to Christ that we can take God they are blessing us with that it's just our journey is just far our journey is long because there is so much that ought to be done in order to come fully into the blessing that heaven is speaking to us amen Um, there is so much that has to be done and the reason for that is there is so much in the soul mm. that needs to be taken away. Yeah. Uh, that one, uh, you can't, you can't really, really, really receive God's things, God's blessing, except you are made spiritual. Mm. And what we're actually joining right now is to be made spiritual. We are not spiritual yet. Mm-hmm. We are not. Eh? We're not spiritual. We like spiritual things, but when you say spiritual, we're not fully spiritual yet. Because what makes us spiritual Mm -hmm. is the faith of Christ. The teachings that Christ is teaching and dealing with us. When we come into the dealings of Christ, 
is when we begin to receive things that will make us spiritual. So which means it is, it is impossible for a newborn babe to be spiritual. So that's why heaven needs to keep blessing and blessing and blessing and blessing. Even as a newborn babe, we've started receiving blessings since we are born again. Right? Then we get born again. We have no clue about what Christ is saying. Even though at that time we thought we knew what Christ is all about. Right? Because many are times when we are uh, growing up, you know, we just thought everything about Christ is just going to church, pray to him, God bless you, serve him as much as you can, and then go to heaven, and that's it. That's mostly what our hope is all about. And then until later, we, our, our sight began to be cleansed, and we began to see clearly that the hope is much more than that. The hope is actually to receive something much more, something that is beyond even this present earth and this present heaven. This thing that we are receiving is made higher than the heavens. The Christ was made higher than the heavens. I'm just seeing a progression of blessing. Um, I'm, like I said, this blessing is for to establish uh, our feet mm-hmm. in the journey. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not just... Mm-hmm. We thank God for our will to also come to meetings and hear what... But it's not just about that. Uh, I don't know how to put it, but when it comes to receiving and being established, it's mm-hmm. it is touch mm-hmm. that we come into, but mm-hmm. the reason of the things we are dealing with. And it has nothing to do. That stature has nothing to do with how much knowledge we know. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with how much uh, eloquent we are when it comes to scriptures. In short, there are many people that can come and when when they carry this Bible, eh, they begin to scatter it for you now. You go and hey. See this person, ah, this person no Bible law. But that doesn't mean anything. Mm. Although it's good. But in the spirit, it means nothing. Because you need to, first of all, you need to find passage into the blessing that is inside those things. And when you find passage, then you have begun mm. to deal with them. You get begun to then handle them. Right? And all those things, by the time you resolve it all together, they are things that is embedded in the way we are positioned around the world itself. Hmm? Little, little attitudes right there. No, 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 little, 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 little attitudes. You know, some, some may not even seem too much, but like the scripture says, little, little foxes is what spoil the vine. Uh, it's as simple as, you know, you'll be, be wondering, just, just the heart. Oh, I'm coming for meeting you let me, let me, let me hurry up, you know. And sometimes we ourselves we just, just drag. Okay, it's okay. If I get there after one hour, the world is about to start. You know, all those, I'm just using as an example. But it goes much more than that, mm-hmm. right? Just attitudes, um, just the way we are just arranged. Around. And it doesn't mean that because you are even coming early, it doesn't even mean that you're actually taking... Uh, the blessing itself, it just means there is a circumcision that has to take place in the heart. Which circumcision is blood, mm-hmm. right? You cut the heart, you circumcise the heart, blood, which means there, is, there has to be a change in our disposition when it comes to how we are arranged around the world. It's not just in meetings alone, mm-hmm. right? It's not just even in meetings as we are journeying day after day, as we are walking by, just our 
attitude around the world. And I don't want any, any one of us to, to lag behind in this blessing in this season and time because heaven is, it is clear. Heaven is bent on making us blessed. Amen. Uh, the same this is the same flow even on Saturday like I said uh, I began what I was seeing on Saturday was like a flow of light that begins to flow in each and every one mm-hmm. and as were, as the words were coming today I also began to saw doors in front of each and every one mm-hmm. and just I just see doors in front mm-hmm. of each and every one and the door uh, it's like there's now a need for to enter mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and those one, that, those things are they are going to be personal Mm. Right, there are personal dealings mm. when it comes to this. So there's the corporate, there's the corporate mm. blessing, and there's a personal dealing, uh, which means is the way you yourself begin to interact with those doors, right? And it's not, mm. it's not, it's not even, it's not, it's not much of. Uh, what word do I use? It's not much of. Mm. Um, just knowing about it kind of I'm not sure if that makes sense it's there is a there is a dealing that heaven wants to birth in each and every one of us there's a life let me just say that there's a life heaven wants to birth in each and every one of us amen uh, the way we begin to see this life needs to be uh, brightened up or let me say they want to cleanse it amen I know most of us, we are all together, you know, learning the word of righteousness, but uh, when it comes to accessing even those things, we are also still trying to access it in different grades. Amen. Uh, the, there is, you know, most of the time, there is a way, you know, we all come, there's a way, there's a general knowledge. You know, if I ask anybody now, everybody will say, oh, yeah, so we know we are going to God. Uh, first we learn faith and then we go and then we take God. Everybody can decide that. Eh? Or is there anybody that can't decide that one? Mm? But that is a different thing from actually understanding what that is. Even in understanding, we grow in understanding. Uh, right? When you say understanding, there's a way that you know something, you can carry Bible, explain it. But when it comes to actually having the circumcision in the heart regarding it, it's a different ballgame entirely. Right, the different thing because the circumcision there, that one is that one is, is a spiritual work that you yourself, by the time that thing done on you, you will know. Say, ah, now I know this thing. Mm. You know, there's a way you'll be wondering, you know, I've been hearing this thing before, I've been hearing that, I've been hearing, I even know it, but now I know. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And until that happens, that thing is not yours yet. And when that one happens, right, that is when you now actually begin, that is when you can now start letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Mm? So let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Richly means you must come into many understanding. Mm? So let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So there are so many of these things that heaven is bringing around us in this season in this time, it's like they're trying to to shake us a bit. Shake us means to just mm. jerk us up, just to come into spiritual weight. Wow. Let me put it that way: just spiritual weight. Amen. Mm. Yeah? Those weights, we ourselves will begin to know them. You know, mm. So that we don't just 
we don't just deal with the word uh, of God the way we've been dealing with it before. You know, yes, come here, ha, we are good, ha, I like that. Or sometimes maybe we don't even understand, mm. and then we'll go, mm. okay, okay, we'll get it later. And then, then we'll get it later, maybe something happened, and then we'll get busy, you know, forget about it, and then when we come again, then word will flow, and then there will be a little disconnect, right? And then we won't be able to understand, we won't really, really understand, but it's a, it's a very simple, I can tell you everything you will hear mm-hmm. from now till you become God, is just you are going to be Christ and God. So you, you journey from Holy Ghost to Christ to God. Finish. That's all that, what the scripture is all about. So there's nothing, not, there's nothing else that we will teach from it that, that will be outside that. Just that the way, the way God brings the word is now different. The way they begin to explain it. And the reason they do that is because the soul is very fluid. Mm. Right? The soul is very fluid. Um, the soul itself doesn't just take things. Right? Sometimes the light sits straight. That take. And sometimes, well, not even most times, the straight one is good. They will take it. Okay. But the soul won't use it. There may be sometimes the same thing they've given you, just to bring, let me show you a wonder. Just, okay. Mm. See this thing that you have. It's still also this has this canal. Eh, interesting. Oh, that, that's wonderful. It's okay, take. Then you now begin to see that thing that you have in your hand that you didn't even know had a side. You now begin to see that ah, this thing actually has a side. It's like when you have a phone, right? There are so many things your phone can do that if you don't know the function, you only just know what you know, right? I know I can, so like some people, they, they only just like to text and make phone call. Nothing about picture, nothing about uh, recording videos. They don't, when maybe someone else comes, ah, you're trying to, ah, but do you know you can actually use, uh, this one is even, do you know somebody can't see, it's dark, the phone has touch light, they didn't know it had touch light. And then they are working in dark, Sir, why are you working in the dark? Ah, I've been looking for touchlight too. I can't find. Ah, but is that not S8 in your hand? Yes, so Samsung S8. Ah, not the phone has a touchlight. Eh, that's touchlight. Show me. Here, press, light. Ah, I didn't know. And I've been looking for touchlight up and down. Sometimes that's how the word is, right? There are words you have that you don't even know the sides of it. And heaven comes from time to time mm. to make those things clear so that you will know what we really have. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I'm just going to connect this and then we'll continue from where we stopped last Saturday. Right? And um, like I said, whatever wants to give us their spiritual blessings. Yes, right? Okay. And like I said, on Saturday I began to see life flowing, blessings, and then today I began to see doors in front of us, beckoning us to come into those things. Um, one of the things, you, if, if we really take these things that they are saying to us, we take them, you notice that you start to notice a shift mm. in your fellowship. So um, the weight and the depth mm. of things that they begin to bring around you will be intense. When I say intense means in understanding, just to get us to understand. There will be a lot of understanding that will come with it. Mm. Uh, and f- even for most of us that in different aspects, 
maybe we we want to we want to understand certain things in the world that we haven't understood. You notice if you can apply your heart to wisdom and begin to just flow fellowship, uh, right? Uh, you know, there's a way. There's a fellowship. There's a way. Sometimes word will come, right? When word come, we we'll just take it like that. Oh yeah, they say they are blessing us and we'll go, right? But there are some there there are other ways we could take the word. I noticed ah, this thing is common. Why? If we hear, oh, we are coming, we are giving you open door. If you take the heart, God has given us open door. And I begin to use that heart to then begin to relate with the word. You notice that the fellowship will be different. Wow. Yeah. Mm? It will be different. Why? Because there's a way you walk in the word. Yeah. Mm? No, both this word and word that oh, it's like prophecy mm. is both to edify. Right? And, you know, most of the time, we just think we hear it with God has said it and then that's it. No. Sometimes you need to, you need to take those things they said yeah. and begin to walk with, with it by faith. Mm. Mm? Begin to walk in the strength mm. of it. Mm. Right? And then you now notice that that, that that word now begins to open things up. Eh? And it's, like, it's like they've come to tell you, see, eh? I'll give you uh, which example? Let me just say, let's say I'll give you one million dollar. Right? They say, okay, we want to give you one million dollars. And then they, they brought it near you. And they, let's just say they deposited it to your account and you never even used it. Right? And you just kept telling everybody, I have one million dollar in my account. I have one million dollar in my account. I have one million dollar in my account. Okay, fine. You're all doing that. Okay, fine. You didn't do anything with it, right? So sometimes when, when we hear words like that, we need to actually take it as they've said it and walk with it like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we might even need to begin to pray about it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because when, when, for example, we, we place before you an open door, right? And then you begin to now access those that you, well, you it's an interaction you begin to have, Right? So it's, it's when you have that understanding in your mind, then you begin. So that see, they say there's an open door. Then that's that's the eye which which you begin to walk in that season, right? And then you notice that that will actually do something mm-hmm. to the way you are walking in the spirit, mm-hmm. right? I, I know many of us we are you know we have seasons have come and gone like that, yeah. whereby everyone will say something. We won't pay attention. We heard it, mm-hmm. but we didn't really pay attention mm-hmm. to what heaven is saying. Right? We just come together. Oh, you can heaven just said this. And so, for, to, uh, to some degree, right? the, word will not be, uh, what's it, the word of God will not become like a normal, just norm. Okay, okay, come. God has spoken today. Ah, we had prophecy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It will just become a norm. And we won't be wise to begin to walk with the wisdom that heaven is bringing. Sometimes when prophecy comes like that, or word comes like that, it's just to open us up. Hmm? To open us up to uh, set our heart spiritually. Right? So I see most of those things. Not as if we don't even know them sometimes. But we just want to set our heart. Okay, God said there's an open door. Then you begin to walk in the wisdom of that. Right, you know that there's a spiritual opening for you. Mm-hmm. Then you begin to engage that. Mm-hmm. 
then as you are engaging, how do you engage it is most mostly in your in your fellowship, right? You you are purposeful. Mm? You are deliberate about it. Right? Most of the time, like when for example, maybe we are we are praying for uh let's say we are praying for <clears throat> conversion, for example, and we are praying for conversion and then certain things begin to, certain words begin to come. And then we just say, okay, God said this and then we didn't do anything. Yeah? It's going to be very interesting in the sense that that season will come, conversion will come, we'll come and go. We won't really receive the blessing as we should. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll give an example. Uh, I think there was School of the Spirit, Ottawa, that we were praying for. And as we were praying, some utterance began to come. And we now began to use that to pray for the meeting. And as we were praying, I pray, things began to now flow more. Mm-hmm. More things began to come. And by the time convention came, the first day, everything God said happened. The first, you know, by the time you heard it, you'd be wondering, ah, maybe one by one, maybe one day, second day, two day. In short, everything God said, by the time we, the first day opened, everything has happened, finished. And then more began, and then as we continued to join them, more, be, more things began to flow, began to flow. Now, we were walking in understanding. God didn't just talk and we just forget about it. God said, okay, God said, you come, everyone will come. And then forget about it. No. Now we began to use that and I began to pray. Right? Those attitude is something that needs to be embedded in our heart. Right? When it comes to word. So when word or prophecy is coming, don't just, don't just hear it and leave it like that. Sometimes they might, prophecy might have come. Word will come also. We'll go home. You begin to hold those words with weight in your heart. You notice that our work will be different. Mm. When we begin to journey, mm. will be different. And that's, that's also part of being spiritually minded. Mm. Why? Because all your soul, your gaze, yeah. are, are on the spiritual blessings for you. Mm. Right? Now, the prophecy itself is not the blessing you will take. It's just an opening for you in the spirit. Mm. Right? So when that opens up, then you begin to walk in the wisdom of that. And you now notice that the blessing of God begins to flow to you. Mm. Begins to flow. And then you begin to enjoy mm. fellowship. Then you now notice that you now begin to enjoy deeper fellowship. Eh? Some things that you, are, you didn't understand before. You notice that in that atmosphere, understanding will just begin to mm. flow. Ah, Wow. What's happening? Because God is dealing mm. with the soul. God is dealing with us carefully, prayerfully, and as we are praying. God is dealing with us and giving us measures of blessing as we should receive them. Amen. Amen. You no know, blessings. We, we ought to take blessings mm. uh, serious. Or sometimes we don't think those things that God is saying are blessings. Mm. Right? We don't think they are blessings. Now, these things I'm saying, they are things we, we should be working with, even as newborn babes. Eh? Before just professing, just, even when you just hear a word like that, mm-hmm. there's a way you begin to, to engage the word. Mm-hmm. Right? Today I've heard that the Lord is my shepherd. Eh? There's a way you now begin to engage the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. You will receive the Lord is my shepherd, you were blessed with the Lord is my shepherd. When you, even when you heard the Lord is my shepherd, you are so blessed. Right? When you get home, after a while, you forget that the Lord is your shepherd. Mm. 
right? Mm. But it's not supposed to be like that. There's, there's a way we ought to be positioned around the word, take the word, mm. engage the word. When word comes, we begin to flow in the wisdom of the word. Take them because they are blessing in the mm. spirit that heaven is opening up. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Are we blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Let's read Romans 8 so that you know, I just have something to go on. I, I don't hope to take our time tonight. Maybe I've taken a little bit of our time. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. It's, good, it's good to to engage these things so that we know. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. And we know how we should take word, mm-hmm. how we should apply our heart with the word. The word, what God is saying, all trances, when those things come, they're not just there to, it's not, it's not that you know, maybe somebody's concocting, ah, yeah, this, and, okay, yeah, we feel good. No. They're actually things to take note of. Mm-hmm. They're things we want to take note mm-hmm. of because it will strengthen our work. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I'm just going to read Romans 8 verse, from verse 29. It says, For whom he did for know, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom we justified, them we also glorified. What shall we say, then say to those things? If God be for us, who can be again? Am I ready to run the message? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm ready now. Okay. Mm, yeah. So if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Who is it that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God who also make it intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or, or persecution? Amen. Mm. I'm going to go back mm, to verse 4. Mm. I read verse 4. Say, let me read from verse let me read from verse 1 actually. I read from verse 1 and then we'll go. So there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son 
in the likeness of sinful flesh, that your sin, okay, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Why? That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Why? Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Can someone quickly help me? Uh, just help me with this passage with reference to Saturday. Just a quick time has gone. But hopefully I round up I round up I do I think maybe we are we are okay with what we have so far. Amen. Mm-hmm. Can someone quickly help me? For they that are after the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. For they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So we're talking about uh, spiritual blessings. How heaven wants to give us spiritual blessings. Mm-hmm. But for to get spiritual blessings, there's there have to be a movement upward. We are we all have to come up. That is that's a spiritual term of saying come out of flesh and be spiritual because only when you are spiritual you can actually gaze up mm. so the up there i remember we talked about i don't know if it's tuesday but i think it's it's this saturday we're talking about up as in when uh, the psalmist say i look up to the hills from whence comment my help mm. and i say up is looking up we talked about the mountain right zion is or to come, or to climb the Mount Zion because Christ is upon the mountain waiting for us. So, looking up is of climbing. Like the more we gaze up, we are moving up, right? The more we, we are yeah. spiritual, we are climbing upward. So, in order to be blessed, spiritual, to receive those spiritual blessings, there has to be movement up. And we talked about being carnally minded is what will keep our eyes. On the natural, mm-hmm. our judgment mm-hmm. will be on the natural. Even our spiritual work, like our handling of the word, 
and fair. Everything will just be subject to the natural. Even though we think we're doing something, but we're still acting or doing these things in the natural. So, I think that was our focus on Saturday is for them getting us to to look up, and that is not just like looking at the sky. This guy is like elevating our thoughts, elevating our mindset. Elevate, elevating our sight and then we began to enter into things about how we talked about how a man can be poor but also is rich a poor man can be so confident that is because of what he has inside and that's mm. because we talked about how satan you know how a, somebody can be so proud and haughty and high inside that's a sight that's a movement in the natural that's that's my understanding of it mm. but then we, that can be if you see it on the other light we can be so rich on the inside spiritually and move upward even though like it's not it's not being it's not a, a physical walk it's a spiritual walk okay. instead of amassing a lot of things in the natural which will lead us to more death it's better to just you know grow up spiritually and acquire more spiritual blessings for mm. life and peace. Mm. So Amen. Amen. Praise God. Somebody I want to add to it. I know time has gone, so nobody want to add. It's okay. Um, I don't want to take I don't want to take take our time too much today. Mm. And I think although with the little we've heard, I think we are okay. But I'm just going to just talk a bit. Just more like a like a recap of Saturday. Amen. So let's open Psalm 121. Let's a recap. Uh, we'll flow from there. Praise God. Father, we thank you. I will lift up my eyes, my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. Amen. I say, I will lift up my eyes, mine eyes, unto the hill from whence cometh my help. Amen. Um, this is the thought that began to move us into talking about, you know, gazing up. And um, there's a reason why we look up to the hill, because the hill, um, you know, the hill is not a small ground. The hill is an elevation, right? Is height in itself, right? And there is a provision upon the hill 
that's why I mentioned said there is if there's no provision upon the hill, then there's no need for looking up. Right? And what Satan does is Satan likes to keep men's gaze low. Doesn't want them to look up. That's that's the reason why Satan designed this world. Right? Because this world, all that the world does is to make sure that your gaze is just doesn't go beyond here. Right? Um, even for a, a born again or a child of God to be to think beyond the natural, it takes help. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't take help, you know, mm-hmm. just, just think about it. Ask yourself. When did I start thinking differently about my my gaze as a as a believer? Right? One way or the other, after serving God, after knowing God, you shall see that we end up resorting everything to how we be prosperous here somehow. Mm-hmm. Everything is always resolved to the natural. Right? There was not enough sight to think about inheritance. What's inheritance? What does what does inheritance even mean? Mm-hmm. We don't even know what inheritance means. We don't even know we have an inheritance. Right? If our adventure, the thought of inheritance comes to mind, what comes to mind is we will be in heaven or something like that. If perhaps the thought of inheritance comes to mind. Because me, I know for sure, I'm thinking back and I don't think, I don't think I was thinking about inheritance for the longest time. I didn't even see inheritance inside the Bible. I just knew I had, I had a hope and my hope is as a child of God is to make heaven finish. And then I started wrestling with sin. Yeah? It's okay, let me make sure I don't sin here. Let me make sure I don't lie. Let me make sure I don't uh, uh, do this. Let me make sure I don't uh, uh, do that. I'm, I'm now trying to keep the law. Right? I'm trying to keep the law of carnal commandment. I'm trying to keep the law that, was, that is weak in itself. Right? I'm trying to keep the law that is weak. Uh, and the reason is because the first, the first thing that a believer is, is even exposed to, when I'm thinking about it now, is that law. Yes, a new believer doesn't know anything about the law of the spirit of life. Mm-hmm. Even though they talk about it, the way we understand it is even totally different. Right? Somehow, somehow, we are still trying to keep the law rather than move into the law of the spirit of life. Because we don't even know. To us, the law of the spirit of life simply means when you get born again, you have a new, you have a new life, and that life cannot sin. That life is pure, right? That's, I don't know, maybe, do you have any other, maybe what were you thinking when you, when you were thinking about that passage? Eh? And Lydia, let me ask you, what were you thinking when you thought of it? What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Something you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing I said. Yeah? Or you do not do you what were you thinking when you th- thought about that passage? Abby? Mm-hmm. 
No, when you talk about the law of spirit of life, mm-hmm. as a as a as a newborn believer, I was when you had the law, the law of you have made us free from the law of sin and death. And when we think about that, what, what were you thinking? The law of spirit of life is safe. I that <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was, I got the understanding when I started. I think, like, as a new believer, I never used to read all those parts. Yeah. It was more, yeah. It was more about blessings. That's yeah. what I was focusing on. Yeah. Blessings. Yeah. Blessings. Yeah. Blessing. All those parts. I don't think I ever. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Even if I read them, I just like read like a passage, like just to get to the point. Point of the blessing. So, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and all of us, we are laughing, but that's how we all are. <laughs> When we were, when we were, when we were, that's how we all are. Right? Nobody ever thought of the law of the spirit of life. Even if you think about it, you will never even think about it as blessings. If I adventure, you have enough strength to think there and say, ah, the law of the spirit of life has made us free. No, I, 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 I like the, I like what she said. They were a that scripture. <laughs> And it's true. Even though you are reading that passage, you may not encounter the passage. It won't even occur to you, right? Because to us, the law, there's nothing like the law of the spirit of life. It's just get born again, you are serving God. Because you are born again, you are, you are now free from the law of sin and death. Mm. Right? So the life you have now, there's now, I remember they used to quote that very well. When maybe you sin, eh? and then they are trying to maybe okay, okay, you've confessed, okay, you've confessed, okay, okay, no problem. God has forgiven you. There is therefore now no condemnation. And they used to quote that one to pacify our hearts, right, and tell us that okay, although you've sinned, don't worry, because you are a born again Christian, you're a child of God. Since you have repented, there's no therefore no condemnation. Why? And they specifically mentioned that. When it comes to uh, maybe you know you say you see and then the guilt of it is now tormenting you, mm. and then ah, I lied. I don't think God has forgiven me. That they'll tell you see, eh? it's Satan that is tormenting you. There is therefore now no condemnation. See that one? I think that condemnation is Satan. They used to they used to quote that thing, but they, as they quote it to us, it's just to make us feel okay, we are okay. God has forgiven us. That's it but not to really, really to understand what the spirit of life even is. Mm. Amen. But the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Amen. Amen. So we, don't, we, we didn't know how or the technology of, of that, how the law works, or how the law even makes us free from the law of sin and death. Right, mm. because by the time they quote that passage, they won't get to the point where you say, "Who we'll walk not?" Because if you think about it, "Who we'll walk not" has nothing to do with what they are trying to tell you or me. Mm. Right? I've never, I've never seen somebody that wants to talk about uh, uh, that particular thing and, and always read to the point where you say, "Who we'll walk not?" After the flesh. But after the spirit. Because that flesh, flesh there, is the key mm. eh, that 
a soul must know, ah, there's flesh here. That no matter how much you walk and flesh is involved, you continue, see, there will be condemnation. Because the scripture is about, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, which means you can be in Christ Jesus, but you are not walking outside the flesh. So what, what that means is, no one says you can be in Christ Jesus. It doesn't mean you are in Christ, Christ, Christ. Mm-hmm. Because when you begin to, when you are in Christ, right, when you are in Christ, and you begin to journey, it gets to a point whereby there's no, there's no way you are fully in Christ and you are still after the flesh. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because when you move into Christ, the reason for moving into Christ is also to make you spiritual. Those that are moving into Christ are those that are being made spiritual. Sure. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now, it's very clear the two, the two separation and between what, what, would, what would distinguish those that will love life and those that won't is that one walk after the flesh, one walk after the spirit. Mm. Distinct. Because you can't be spiritually minded, right? And yet walk in the flesh. See, when you say spiritually minded, yeah. Yeah. Hmm? minded, something has happened to that mind. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Spiritually minded. minded. For to be spiritually minded is life and people, to be carnally minded is death. Mm. Now I see that to be what carnally minded is death. No wonder, when you are after the flesh, mm. you are working with the law of sin and death. Mm. That makes sense, mm. right? So when you walk after the flesh, what you are, when you are walking after the flesh, what you are doing is you are carnally minded. Flesh, 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 flesh. Satan has... Satan has designed us to constantly look at the flesh. Even some things you don't think is flesh is flesh. Mm-hmm. Some, so many things we don't think is flesh is flesh. Mm-hmm. It takes Christ to open our eyes and not ah, yeah. I think it's flesh. Oh. The way Satan designed flesh is not that you see flesh and you know it's flesh. Yes, eh? What actually exposes mm. flesh is light. It's light. Flesh is a wisdom mm. that Satan carved mm. eh, with a cherubic anointing. Mm. If not, you know, God won't, God won't say, Ah, my speech shall no longer strive with men. Why? For he also has become flesh. Mm. For he also has. Flesh. Imagine God giving up. God didn't give up. But God saying, Ah. I'm not striving again. Uh, my spirit can no longer strive with, will no longer strive. Say my spirit. The reason why I said my spirit is because that means there's a little bit of spiritual life in the soul before that happened. Because spirit can only what relate with spirit. Isn't it? Yes, so then, 
God said, my spirit shall no longer strive, for he also has become flesh. So flesh was what Satan betted. Eh, to, the moment men entered flesh, what happened? God said, no, I, won't, no, I, I need to devise another means. Right? If I, I can't even reach him. Right? Because my, my spirit can't reach him. Right? So that's why he can't even strive. My spirit can't reach him. He's gone. He has entered flesh. Eh? Do you know that there is no other, there is no other power that Satan has apart f- from flesh? That's the only way Satan gets men. Every design that Satan, everything that Satan designed is all to end men in flesh. It's all to end us where? In flesh. That's it. It's to get us to end in flesh. Because each time you are working in flesh, the only thing you are working with is death. You are working with the law of sin and death. Flesh and the law of sin and death, they are partners. They are partners. The law of sin and death is working in men eh, through the flesh. That's what I said. What the, what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. What that means is the flesh had more power mm. eh, than the law. Hmm. Law of Moses, right? Which is the law of carnal commandment. And I know there's a lot of, you know, sometimes people confuse the law of carnal commandment with the law of sin and death, right? And it's not the same. Because I, I even heard, I was listening one day, beautiful sermon, then the person began to talk about uh, the law of sin and death. And I'm like, ah. And he was saying that the law, the law, the law, basically the law, uh, the equated Romans, the law of sin and death, said that that cannot be God. What Buddhists brought, right, that cannot be God because God is life. But this one, what, the soul that sin dies, so that can be, and if it's the law they are using, it kills. I mean, if God had, Moses didn't concord the law out of his mind and just say, Israel, oh, you are follow. It's not, it's not Moses that, so it was pretty much saying it is Moses' law, it's not God's law. But the part is that he quoted many parts in New Testament, but forgot one part. Eh, that is very interesting. Eh? So you forgot one part in the New Testament, right, that talks about Christ himself fulfilling the law. Right? He said, I did not come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill it. So he himself wanted to fulfill the law because he's actually bringing something much, much more if Christ didn't fulfill the law, he won't be able to bring in the law of life or the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the law of the spirit of life is what men needed 
in order to deal with sin. Right? Because you notice in this Romans 8, mm-hmm. right? This Romans 8 is talking about the law of mm-hmm. sin and death, then the law of the spirit of life. You notice that the two things that the, is, uh, Paul was trying to contrast here is the enmity against God, which is called the carnal mm-hmm. mind, which is, which is mm-hmm. also because those that are carnal, they walk in the flesh. Right? Those that are carnal, they walk in the flesh. And Paul is bringing the contrast between that and the law of the spirit of life. Because when you come into this law, something else begins to happen. Right? You can't be condemned. Right? There's no, therefore no condemnation. Now, but if you are not in that law, you're already condemned. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, the reason why you are condemned is because the life itself is against the life of God. Right? So that itself is already judgment. Mm. Right? So the moment something contradicts, okay, this is not God's life, it's, it's either you are for God or you are not. Right? So you are condemned. Ah, there's a scripture that talks about he's condemned already. I forgot. Ah, what the passage is that? Somebody help me look it up. John 3. Mm-hmm. And verse 18. Let me read it. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Mm-hmm. For he that believeth not is condemned already. <laughs> so he that believeth not is, is condemned, condemned already. already. Right? Because how you actually access the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is that you must believe. Mm. Eh? No, it's through believing you actually access that life. Mm. And it's, I want to say believing is not that, oh, I believe, I believe in Jesus. That's not it all. Right? The believing is a walk that is taking place. That believing is actually understanding. If I, if I use that. To believe means you can't believe if understanding has not dawned on you. You can't believe. What enables men to believe is understanding. Right? Even the even the at the beginning of our journey when we get born again, right? For someone to get born again, something has to convince you in your heart. Yeah, there's an understanding that just comes. Ah, I'm a sinner. I need to repent. And then, ah, I believe Jesus can save me. Mm-hmm. What's happening? There's an understanding that is... That understanding is a spiritual understanding. If no man can explain it. It's only the person that is experiencing it that will tell you, ah, something happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then they believed, right? Mm-hmm. So it's still believing <clears throat> that you actually access the law of the spirit of life. Amen. Amen. Christ, Christ wants us to access life. Mm. Eh? Satan doesn't. So Satan designed flesh for men. So like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> flesh is not something you just naturally, ah, ah that's flesh. Yeah. Ah, that's flesh. Mm. Ah, that's one flesh. You know, most of the time we are talking with joke. Ah, 
you like that? Yeah, that's flesh. You like flesh, oh? There are some things we, we know this flesh now. The only reason we can even near that is because we, our eyes have been just enlightened. You maybe God help us, just enlighten. You just imagine a newborn Christian. You won't forget unbelievers. Just new, new Christians. Eh? Do you know how many of us still be, don't think that there's a love of this world? Eh? That is flesh. They don't think they don't think that way. A quick example is a believer that will listen to secular music comfortably. Eh? Comfortably. And then you tell them, ah, sorry you. I can't use this. I'm tired of God. I can't be listening to secular. And then they they will say, ah, what's there? Just secular song. And I don't think it's just like you're listening to to, to, to music, yeah, it's nothing now. Huh? But the person is a child of God, isn't the, the person is? But the person to them, eh, that is not that's nothing. To them, it's not that's not carnal. Mm. Until understanding dawn, ah, I mm. can't be listening to worldly music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I can't be listening to what. I can't use the word music. For that to even happen, mm-hmm. God must have helped you. Yes, mm-hmm. Light yeah. must have come. Yeah. No, we have many believers like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just showing us how so uneasy. To you, maybe to you that know that I can't listen to this thing. It's clear. But if you can just enter the mind of the other person mm-hmm. and just see where they are, you'll be like, wow. Why? To them, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Mm. Eh? Eh? Some, some don't even see what it, uh, what's wrong in loving something, not the, 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 the natural thing too much. Mm. Oh, I just love, mm. I just love, mm. can I use as an example? And Lula, tell me, tell me one example. Let nice me cars. Okay, I just love nice cars. Mm-hmm. Mm? Some people, they just say, I just love nice cars. Mm. As, or as innocent as that is, mm-hmm. very innocent, Abby. Mm-hmm. It's just car now, nice car. As innocent as it is, they 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 see nothing wrong in that love. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Eh? Doesn't mean that liking nice car is a problem. Mm-hmm. But they they won't see the love. They won't see the love inside there that has a tendency yes. to give them a different life. Just that they won't see that, and to you, I was, I was that no, it's nothing. So Satan didn't create flesh for us to look at it and say, "This is flesh." No, he didn't. He didn't create that at all. Why? Like I said, he created flesh with a cherubic anointing. Do you know what that means? It means that flesh is a, is covered because cherubs. Are covering by nature. So anything that has a cherubic anointing on it means it is hidden. hidden. We have the body. Eh? No, this body is not flesh. No flesh is inside the soul. Mm-hmm. Not the way you say, ah, you know, as long as blood is flowing through our vein, and you, they be saying blood is flowing through you. We are human. We know. 
but you are not you are human but you are a man mm. right and a man is a spirit so this body this carcass is just for expression the real thing is going on in the soul and the if you want and to get there you have to get through the mind right so when the blood is flowing to the vein and the body is thinking ah, i want to do this and what happens there's no way blood will just flow in the body and the body will just carry itself no now when the blood is flowing thoughts are flowing too Right. So when thoughts are flowing, then you now begin to take thought. Hmm. And then once you've dealt, dwelt well on the thought, hmm. then, because what's, what's really happening when thoughts are flowing is bargaining. Hmm. The thought is bargaining with you. Will you buy me? Hmm. Buy me. I'm, I am, my bed is green. Buy me. Right? So the bargain. And then what happens? Then our soul too will begin to uh, negotiate with it. Okay, should I? Should I not? There are some things you shouldn't even negotiate. Eh? Mm-hmm. You don't. When you negotiate your your way in the market, it means you would you you'll be you'll be reducing the price. Okay, should I buy for ten? No, <laughs> no, I buy for fifteen. No, I ten now. Amen. <laughs> eh? You'll be bargaining. You'll be bargaining with the uh, with the life like Facebook market. <laughs> and you and then you, you, you send an offer, then they will decline your offer. You say, okay, no what? Okay, should I should I let me let me okay. You offer maybe the, the thing is fifteen bucks, then you offer ten. The person decline offer, okay, fifteen. Right? You'll be bargaining with sin. Hmm? And we shouldn't even and that's we shouldn't get to the like that's the thing. Once we notice that the life is beginning to bargain with us, when they say flee from every appearance of sin, it's not just in the case of Joseph. You know, there's a way they always they always use Joseph as ah, flee from every appearance like Joseph did, right? So maybe there's maybe they're talking about uh, fornication and all those, and all those things. That's what they use it for. But it's not just that. Hmm? Once they see from every, once they appearance. You know, appearance is not just the physical one. Mm. Eh? Appearance yeah. is in the mind. Yes, sir. Flee what? Every appearance of sin. So when the sin begins to appear to you, it says, just carry your, it says, flee. Carry your two legs and run. Mm. Mm? And how you run is you deny it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ah, see this thought. I won't, I won't, I won't even bargain with you. You are selling for hundred dollars. Take that hundred and go. Go. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want. I'm not even. You know. You know that bargaining is trying is us and trying to look yeah. for way to accept it. Yeah. Eh? Ah. Look for way to accept it mm. in a way. Okay, it's not that bad. Mm. It's this. Okay, maybe I can do this. Kai. It's this. Mm. Uh, okay, okay, okay. This is okay. If I can do it this way, uh-huh, this one is an interesting one. When we see it, we now look for a way to arrange it yeah. so that it doesn't look like yeah. sin. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so we do it righteously. We arrange it so that it doesn't look like sin. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the funny thing is we now add scripture on top. 
okay, you know, mm. since I have decided not to do it this way, if I can just arrange this way, do it, I think it will be acceptable. As long as my brother will even accept it, it's fine. Yeah? And we know that the initial thought that it is coming is seen that is trying to show head is appearing. Sin is appearing. Mm. Do you know that the same way Christ needs to appear yeah. to you for you to receive mm. life, sin will also continue to appear. Mm. And the reason is sin wants to form. Sin has not fully formed. No, the man of sin has not really fully been formed. Sin is still appearing, appearing. When you say sin is appearing, sin is morphing, creating different, different scenarios. Yeah? Different scenarios to build natures in men. Okay, you love this. You love that. Oh. It's combination. It's trying to combine, combine life. Okay. Then now, you now go into marriage. You marry this one. Okay. I thought you married this one. Okay, give birth to this seed. Correct. I don't bomb. Uh-huh. Okay, you love this. You love that. They begin to set loves. Then as everybody is loving one thing or the other, they now begin to marry them. So what Satan is actually marrying, when people are marrying, is actually the life. Mm. And, and the same thing is for God. When God is yes. marrying people, what is marrying is life. Yes. Eh? Mm. It's life too. So Satan is trying to combine his own seed. Combine that. Combine, wow. okay, combine, combine hatred with jealousy. Okay, now marry, uh, marry unfaithfulness with uh, what else? The marriage of people with anger. You know, just combine everything. And then after the bomb, okay, okay, okay. Let me now come. Okay, that one is good. Okay. Let me go and have a perfect work. Okay, let me go and perfect another one. Okay, marry, marry the love of this world. Ah, you know, and he's in grades. So marry, marry the love of this world. Okay, you go and marry jealousy. And then Satan will begin to combine things. Why? Because he wants to form a stature in us. Amen. Amen. So like I was saying, Satan did not create flesh mm. to be easily detected. detected. In short, a, like I said earlier, a brand new born babe can't detect flesh. Hmm? Yes. Although, although, when you get born again, there is, there is a form or there is a mm. part of the soul that needs, uh, that, no, that the conscience, that means that there's the conscience that get, begins to get addressed. Ah, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. So, the, the easy one, the easy one to address is lying, right? Because you know you used to lie. Or some people, they get born again, they still lie. And they need to now preach lying out of them. It's true. Ah, some, they get born again, lie goes away. Not hard. Eh? All those ones are there. But then maybe you can maybe you can even easily see that ah the lie go help me. But here's the one that you don't men don't really see. And where Satan embedded flesh, or how Satan cre- where Satan hid mm. the the power of flesh is in this world. Mm. That's why he said, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Right? Now the things that are in the world is what flesh interact with. He now said, for these that are in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. 
right? Mm -hmm. Those things are, are the things that makes up flesh. And those things are things, they, those things war with anything God. If you look at it, right, maybe lying. Notice when you check lie, lie is bad though. But to some degree, you notice that it's not, it's not really warring against God's life like that. When you say war, it's wrestling with it. No, you can, people can easily stop lying. Maybe not, Shao, because you also need deliverance. There's, 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 I know, I know, I, I can't remember. I know there's, 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 there's a, there's a gist about someone I, I, that I heard. I can't remember that the person is a, uh, maybe the person is not even born again. The person is a, is a born liar. Liar is truth to him. Uh, sorry, lying is truth to the person. The person is a prophet. Like to, to lie is not even a problem. All this, they just lie easily, you know. And to some degree, maybe lying, those ones may not really war. But when you begin to move into the lust of the world, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life, when you begin to move into that, they now notice that those things war. Why? There's no, when, when you see lust of the flesh itself, you know it's warring against God's life. You know. Eh? And do you know that loss of the eyes? Eh? God is still treating our eyes for that. Yes, thing. sir. Yes, sir. Eh? <laughs> and many of us, eh, we still see loss of the eyes at work, we won't detect it. Mm. We won't easily detect it. Mm -hmm. Because we think we have tools against it. Ah, no, 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 we are okay. We are following the word of righteousness. Mm -hmm. But loss of the eye, we just pass like that. We won't know. Then we just blow in our eye. And we just, ah. I think I just like, you know. Yeah. And that's it. I just wanted a, a very, you know, comfortable, you know. Yeah. It's not that we should not be comfortable and all those things. You know, because I said that. People, people now say I said comfort, comfort you know. You know that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. When we say these things, we always have to balance it before um, Cain comes and say, ah, that could be said that. We should not be comfortable. Mm. I, I, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what I said, though. Yeah? It's just, there's a way, lots of the eyes just begin to walk, walk in the soul. And it begins to move. And then we are quickened by it and we won't know. And sometimes we might, we might even get things we don't need. That's true. Just because we can get it. I'm comfortable. Uh, you know. But I'm just using that as an example because. Satan knows how to hide well because yes. flesh yeah. and these things are in layers. They are in what? Layers. They are in layers. That line is just one layer apart because when, it, when you're talking about loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, and the pride of life, those ones, right, are those are the ones that sent forth lying ahead, mm -hmm. right? Lying go, just go, I mean, dealing. Then let us, us, let us hide inside men. Mm. They, they, they don't mind if we stop fighting, if we stop lying, if we stop fornication, if we stop adultery. In short, mm -hmm. so everything is, you, can, you, can, you are okay, even if you begin to fulfill the law. Mm. Mm? So they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't mind. Why? You know Pharisees, Sadducees, they are law keepers. 
Mm. Although they are hypocrites, right? But they are what? Law keepers. Or like the rich young ruler. Since I was young, I've kept it. They don't, sin and death does not mind if you keep all those laws. It's not that. Mm. The lust of this world, the lust of the, and the pride of life, eh? the th- those are the things that are in the world. Those things, they are the real culprit that we are wrestling with. And those ones, they are high wisdom. They are high. And that's why they hide in us. And then they make us see all those other ones. We're going to be dealing with it. So by the time we deal with all those ones finish, we think we're okay. Mm. We are fine. But we are not. Mm. There are still things inside. Mm. You know those things are mostly outward. Mm. But those three things, lots of the flesh, lots of the I'm proud of that, they are inward mm. power. Let me use that word. Mm. They are inward power that Satan uses. Okay. They are inward power that Satan uses to enslave men. Which is why we need help. Like I said, we won't easily see flesh. We won't easily see them. For us to see them, light needs to come. Hmm? Light. And you know light is not something you could just say, well, I've come into light. Light is yeah. unto light, unto light. Light mm-hmm. shines. So the, day, uh, the, the part of the righteous is what? Shining brighter and brighter and brighter until what? The, the perfect day. Do you know what? The reason why it's shining, they didn't say shine, shine, shine. It shines brighter and brighter. The reason is that there are some things you won't see under certain light. Mm-hmm. Eh? They need to intensify the light. For you to begin to see them. Yes. Right? Yes, then when you see them, ah, so here you are here. And then they now begin, they now increase the light again. When they increase the light, then it's brighter. That means the sight is clearer. Now notice say, ah, so you two, you are hiding here. Mm. There are some things that they are like chameleon. Jesus. They just what they merge with the environment. Which is why righteousness is not something we learn once. Yes, sir. Like righteousness is from faith to, to faith. Mm. Right? Because every faith that comes to you is a light. And that light wants to enlighten our darkness. Mm. So when it enlightens it, which, which, which means that as you are journeying, mm. eh, what is happening? Then you are now receiving sanctification. That's why how that's how we are sanctified. Yeah. Right? Because the inheritance is for them that are sanctified. Mm. And by the time you get to the inheritance, you must have gone through sanctification. There was cleanse and cleanse and cleanse. You have been sanctified. Well, that's in the book of Acts. Said you will to receive I will commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. And what? And give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Right? And give you an inheritance because if you're not sanctified, you can't touch the inheritance yet. Right? Among them that are sanctified by faith. Eh? Now I say by faith because in 26 then uh, God, uh, Christ began to speak to Paul and said you turn them from the power of Satan to God. Right? That they might receive forgiveness of sin and turn them, uh, 
and then they receive an inheritance if I move to the end. So they receive an inheritance by faith that is in me. Right? Which means it, it is the faith eh, that sanctifies to make you come to inheritance. Amen. I want to quickly round up. Amen. If I continue with this, my thought. Amen. So like I said, sin is not something that is easily seen, right? Because it's not sin, we need help, right? And that is why we need to now do what? We need to now look up to the hill from whence cometh our help. Because that's where help will come from. And like I said on Saturday, there's a provision upon the hill to deal with flesh to deal with carnality because when you talk about flesh you also talk about being carnal right so when you talk about uh death sin and death you talk about carnality being carnal and like i've said earlier and there are carnal christians we have christians carnal and we have spiritual Christians. That's why we can we can we can come to meetings, you know, fellowship, but somewhere we are carnal. Yeah. And carnality is flesh. And you can't like I said, you can't see carnality if light won't shine. So we need to also come to a place where we understand and know that light needs to shine. And once light begins to shine upon us to open our side. Right? Because when light begins to shine, what it begins to do is it begins to cleanse the sight. Because it is the sight that is faulty. That is not making us see flesh, see sin. It is hidden from the natural sight. But a spiritual sight can yes. see it. Yes, sir. That is why they need to now keep giving us, to make us spiritual. Make us spiritual. Mm. Make us spiritual. Mm. And as we are being made spiritual, we are actually receiving light. Mm? What makes us spiritual, like I said earlier, is the faith that is coming to us, that we are learning, the faith of Christ. So, I, I don't know, am I, am I, is it clear? Mm-hmm. Eh? The faith, you know, most of the time we are hearing faith of the Son, faith of the Son, you know, sometimes, you know, we hear scripture, ah, it's all right, it's not, it's, it's it's still, like I said, it's still the process of life. Holy Ghost, Christ, God. So there, are, there are provisions inside Christ that are meant to deal with things. Okay? Now, when we come into, do you know that Christ is also Holy Ghost? Mm. When I say Christ is Holy Ghost, it means Christ is Holy Ghost, but in a different dimension. Because what a believer comes to is Holy Ghost. When we get born again, come into Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Then we begin to deal around Holy Spirit things, power of the Holy Spirit, uh, raising the dead, healing the sick. You know, your conscience being addressed by the Holy Holy Spirit, talking to you, begin to become spiritual. Uh, uh, you get to be spiritually inclined, right? But then you still don't know Christ. Then when Christ begins to come, it's still Holy Ghost because how you get through it. Is through Holy Ghost, mm. called the Spirit of the Lord, right? 
And the Spirit of the Lord is still Holy Ghost. Right? And is a stature that is resting on Christ. So for the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Right? So he's still only, Christ is still Holy Ghost. But is a Holy Ghost Lord. If that makes sense. Right? There's the dimension of the Holy Ghost. Because you can't get both God and Christ without Holy Ghost. Because Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. Right? So everything that will be made manifest concerning God has to be made manifest by the Spirit. No Spirit is the expression. If Christ wants to come to you now, it's Holy Ghost that will arrange all the experience around you. When anointing is coming, it's Holy Ghost that will come as anointing. Although it's, there's also at the anointing of Christ, but you notice, check it, when you are experiencing that, you notice you, you, are, you feel like Holy Ghost is near you, somehow. Mm-hmm. But it's Christ you are dealing with. But what you are really, really seeing as you are dealing with it is Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. But it's not, the, it's, not, it's not the beginning Holy Spirit that we start with. It is Holy Spirit that is Christ. Mm. Amen. So those ones are what we initially come to and then it begins to show us faith by faith, light by light. Holy Ghost begins to show us light. Then it begins to treat our sight. Right? Because when Adam sinned, what was killed is Adam's sight. So Adam's sight was changed. So Adam couldn't see properly. What he was now, his eyes was now turned to himself. And I began to look at himself. Ah, I'm naked. He began to look at his environment. And I began to interact with things carnally. I mean, I'm rounding up now because of time. Like I said, but I'll just round it up and put it this way. Help needs to be given to receive light, sight, so that we can deal with flesh. Amen. So I said, I will lift up my eyes. You notice the, what he lift up is his eyes. Right? Because it's with sight. We need sight. I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. From whence cometh my help? Right? Which means it's your gaze. So it's our gaze that they treat. From whence cometh my help? But my help cometh from the Lord. You see? My help cometh from... Which made <laughs> I'm trying to make a decision. Whatever has gone. Mm-hmm. You know and, and this one is I just wanted to see an operation here. Say so my app comment from you notice this is my app coming from God. From the Lord. So when help begins to come to a man, what initiates the help is the Lord. And the Lord is that spirit. When the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. So it's the spirit of the Lord that begins to give help. So when help begins to come, is light shining. Right? And that's when women is now beginning to move into the faith of the son. That's the beginning of the faith. Mm. The faith work, the faith dealing, the faith learning. 
right? So help needs to be given. So when help is given, is to deal with flesh. You can't, you can't give inheritance or blessing to a man that is still fleshy or still in flesh or still working with the law of sin and death because there's no way they will receive that blessing because this blessing is spiritual. Right? The blessing is spiritual. The blessing is also life and peace. So imagine life trying to deal with death. Which means life needs to now go and raise up that man from the dead. So that's why they need to make us spiritual. Because we need to take spiritual blessings. And part of making us spiritual is learning Christ. Amen. So when I said that we are not yet spiritual, that's what I mean. We are becoming spiritual. Right? We are becoming spiritual. Eh? It's not those things that characterize, you know, I go here, I go, I go to church, I, I mean, I'm serving. You know, it's not those things that characterize a spiritual man. When you, want to, when you want to talk about a spiritual man, you talk about the quality of life. The content of life. That's a spiritual man. And that life is being filled gradually. Christ needs to come. Christ needs to appear. Come and appear. Appear to you this time. You receive life. Appear again. Appear and appear and appear. Until his appearance is full. Right? And then we are spiritual. Then we cannot take spiritual blessings. Blessed be God. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. He has blessed us with the spiritual blessing, but it doesn't mean we receive the blessing. As we are becoming spiritual, we come into measures of blessing. Right? Because when you are spiritual, a little bit, you come into the measure of the blessing for that. Then you become more spiritual, you keep take more blessing, then more and more and more, and then you come into spiritual blessings. Which means, when it comes to that, you also have to ascend. Right? Because it is in heavenly places in Christ. And you know heavenly places are elevations. And just like Zion is an elevation. Mm. Eh? The, bottom, the grand Zion, the bottom of Zion itself is an elevation in the mm. spirit. Then you don't have to climb Zion. Right? Mm. How you climb Zion is also by your gaze. Right? When you are looking to the hill, from whence cometh your help, then when help begins to come to you, then your, your strength is renewed. Then you begin to climb. Right? Then begin to climb Zion. And those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. Right? As you are looking, because there is somebody that is shining from upon Zion. Amen. Somebody is shining, like I said, the help is upon Zion. And then somebody is now shining upon Zion. And that person shining is Christ. I'm, I'm rounding up. I'm finishing up. Let me see if I'll read it. If I'll read this passage or I won't read it.
Amen. Just, I'll leave it like that. And I'll just... Amen. Because there's somebody that is shining upon Zion. And when you say someone is shining, it is light, beams of light that shines. Right? Because the scripture says, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God had shined. So that shining upon Zion is actually help that is coming to us. And then it begins to come to our sight, our gaze. As we begin to look and look, then what? Our sight is being repaired. And you know, the more you get closer to a source of light, the brighter this, the light is it in your sight. Right? So as you journey up Zion, the light is getting brighter. And as it's getting brighter, you are beginning to see flesh. Hey, there's flesh here. You begin to see flesh. What God needs to, what we, we need help to see flesh. Yeah. And it is sight that will help us see flesh. Yeah. Yes, sir. Flesh, yeah. you know, the way we say it commonly, yeah. and, I, and I end, eh? flesh is not as easy as we just see it. Mm-hmm. Flesh is hidden. Flesh is cherubic. It's cherub. Flesh is a, is a cherubic operation. That is why everyone on earth doesn't, don't think there's anything called flesh. If you get a non-believer now, and you tell them, ah, that's flesh, what do you think will happen? Mm-hmm. The person will look at you, what do you mean? Flesh, what's flesh? Eh? That's why if only, if only believe ourselves, but thank God. Eh? The only person that even can, can comprehend that is somebody that's actually even a believer. Hmm? That's flesh. Ah, okay. They won't even be offended. Eh. But when you go to an unbeliever and say, What are you doing? Why do you just love cars like this? Ah, that's flesh. I'm like, What do you mean? Flesh? <laughs> A car is iron, metal. What are you? I don't understand. What do you mean? Flesh. Because they are totally blinded to that life. Yeah. Amen. And part of the strength of flesh is making men carnally minded. But when we begin to receive blessing, then what happens? Then we are not becoming spiritually minded. So when we are spiritually minded, you know, when a man is spiritually minded, mind, their gaze is different, like I said, and that's what the scripture says, why we look not at things which are seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things, we look at things which are not seen, for the things which are not seen are eternal, right? It's still gaze. So a spiritual mind is one that gaze and look for the things that are not seen. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. In summary, we need help to address flesh. Flesh is hidden. Flesh, flesh is powerful. 
Even many of us that think we, we know what it, we don't know what flesh is. Light needs to shine. Amen. But there is help that is being given. And it's the light of Christ that is shining upon the mount, upon Zion. And to open our sight so that we can begin to address flesh. Amen. Praise the Lord. Does anybody have any question? I know nobody wants to ask question now. Each I'm sorry for taking time. Yeah? Amen. Praise God. If there's no question, then let's just begin to thank God for tonight. Father, we thank you. And give you praise. Thank you for your loving kindness. Father, thank you. We give you a praise. We give you a praise. Father, we thank you. Let us begin to pray tonight that God will begin to shine his light in our heart. That we begin to receive more. We will come into dispensations of light for to begin to, to see clearly. And begin to address flesh. Where, where flesh is hiding in our heart, that light will begin to shine. That will begin to shine. And we'll begin to address flesh. We'll begin to address it. The heaven will begin to help our heart. Even to deal with the weakness of flesh. Masetia. Hembranai. Kalitu. Akalitu. Akalita. Hempretletu. Hempreflata. Igrashtenedoroshtia. Zainai. Elba. 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 Zenta. Zanemalakharda. Hemprosoni, Hemprosilia, Halamenokoto Vedekarista, Hempreselia, Hemprostakalita, Kalita, Kalita, Mazente, that will begin to deny, that we will be carnally minded, but will be spiritually minded. We'll be spiritually minded. Masteline, Encrofta, Encrofta. Thank you, Father. Zone Mazaria, Hembregeredostia, Zone Mosegele Bragaribogorostia, Hondelete, Hondelete, Fensolima, Selemanakaya. Shofi, Shofi, Thank you, Father. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your help. We thank you for how you have ministered your word to us tonight. We ask for grace to begin to follow uh, your word. We ask for light, O oh God. Because your your light is your help. We ask, Father, that your light will begin to shine in our heart brighter and brighter in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask for grace to mind spiritual things. That is to give ourselves totally to the learning of your faith. We ask, Father, that strength will be given to each of our hearts tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask for grace, grace to walk in your love and your truth. Father, that you would increase this grace upon each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said the entrance of thy word giveth light. We ask for entrance into your word for each and every of every of us that is here, even everyone hearing our voices tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus. For you said the entrance of thy word giveth light. Ah, and it giveth understanding to the simple. Father, you said there is an open door. We ask, Father, that you grant us entrance, even into this door, by your word, in the name of Jesus. 
because it's only through your word we can access any blessing that you have designed. Father, we ask for entrance. Even in the place where we are blindsided, that you give entrance into your word, even for life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.